0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to the next episode of the Project Do-It-Yourself podcast. I'm Avi. This week, I'm talking to Danielle about mending clothing. Would you be able to introduce yourself and say where you're living now and your background?
1: Sure, of course. My name is Danielle, and I live in England, but I'm an avid DIYer. And I would call myself a skill collector, which is sort of where it links, I think, in with that DIY. But for my day job, I actually work in IT admin at the moment, but I'm starting my own business called Making Blue Sky. And it's trying to encourage people to use mindfulness through making. And so it's the making part that actually allows them to build their mindfulness skills, and especially with creativity.
0: That's great. So your DIY project is is mending mending clothes, and so that would tie directly into your business. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, it's one element that I'm really interested of it, definitely.
0: So yeah, so walk me through the first piece of clothing that you decided to mend. Was this recent or is this something a long time ago? How did you get into uh, it?
1: Sure, I think it's evolved. I learned how to sew when I was probably like nine or 10, and it was always about following patterns. So it was a very structured thing and there was a right or wrong way to do it. And as I started to get into the mindfulness, I shifted my perspective on how I mended and repaired clothes. And it became more about the process and experimentation. The first one with this was a pair of jeans and the thighs had worn out on the jeans and I tried just stitching it, but then the whole kind of rips and got bigger. And so I said, I'm just gonna take the whole thigh out and I've never seen jeans done this way before. So I just replaced the whole thigh on the jean and I had one that was normal and one that was replaced. And I got started getting comments about it. People were like, those are really cool jeans.
0: <laughs> like,
1: actually, it's just a patch. But so it kind of got me inspired to go, wow, I could actually personalize my clothes and make them really funky and different. And so then after that, I had a sweater that the, it was an old sweater, about 15 years old, and the elbows in it pretty much blew out, got holes in it. And even though it was white, I thought, why not repair it with something really visible, not hiding that it's happened. And so I chose orange thread to try to repair it. And then the next step after that, when the, when I got a hole again, was then to turn to turquoise. So it's really just it's something that's been evolving.
0: So in terms of like, when you're looking for ideas of what to do with your their clothing, you're like, you either can try to repair it to mimic what it was like before or you can come up with something more creative to do what's inspiring you to do one versus the other
1: i think the first is first to try to continue to make it wearable so i usually will patch the hole so at least it's a solid piece again but then from there then it does start to i well i guess to be honest each one is so unique i have to say when i when i patched my jeans i ended up stitching a flower on it it was just because dandelions happen to be out and about i think sometimes you see things I see things when I'm out and just in nature. Sometimes it's just about what's my favorite color. And sometimes it's just about what I have around. If if one of the things I really highly recommend is for patching, is rather than going out and buying new materials, going to a thrift store or a charity shop is brilliant. So like you can buy a really cheap pair of jeans there, or maybe jeans that already have a hole in it, and you use the parts of it that don't have a hole in it. Or I've taken I've bought scarves before. And if you snip them, you can completely unravel the scarf and you have a lot of thread then or yarn that you can then use for something else. You don't always have to use new materials to embellish and, and to make it your own.
0: That makes a lot of sense. So let's go through it. What's the step? So you're wearing a piece of clothing and you feel something rip or you notice it when you're doing laundry. You're like, oh, there's a hole there. It's in the, it's in, uh, okay, so maybe it's in the elbow or it's in the armpit or something like that. How do you decide how to repair it? What's the next step?
1: Sure. The first thing that I'd probably do is I'd find some material that was a similar weight. So if it's jean, I'd be using jean. If it's a, like a lightweight cotton, you want to have something similar. And the easiest thing to start with is you can buy this a product called BondaWeb, and it's iron on, you can iron it on your fabric and it, in a sense, makes that part sticky. It's an e- adhesive. And then you put that on your material, iron it down and you now you have a patch on it. So the hole is fixed. But then you have that chance to say, now what am I going to do with that? So yeah. if the if you patch it on the inside, it's going to be very minimal in terms of visibility. But you could be bold and patch it on the outside and have actually whatever shape you want. If you're doing it in fabric, you could cut it out of a circle, a square, a rectangle, a flower, an elephant head, depending on how creative <laughs> you are and what you want to do. And then it would just be a matter of probably putting some stitches on it because even if it's an iron-on adhesive, it can come up through repeated washings. If you'd like to sew with a sewing machine, you can use that. I like to do a lot of hand sewing because that fits in with my mindfulness and just sit and putting stitches in. And again, it doesn't have to be a set pattern. It can be random and wild. And that's where your imagination comes in and your own personality. Some people are more minimalist. Some people are maximists. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. it's just what you like and, and what you want to do. And then the sky's the limit with it.
0: I've used the sewing machine before, and I think I'd be intimidated depending on how size, what the size of the patch is, to do it by hand. I'd feel like I'd be there for a long time. But if the intention, <laughs> as you're saying, is to just either just focus on that one activity that you're doing and, and be a little mindful of it, then that's uh, that's probably the right thing. Whereas with a sewing machine, you're constantly like moving things around, and maybe you're not quite in, in the same zone.
1: Yeah, no, I totally. And I find the sewing machine can be noisy as well. Hmm. But you're right; it, it is about time if you don't have a lot of time to do it if you are still hand stitching you can just go around the edge which will at least keep it in place but yeah so it's more about kind of the intention with it and where you're at if, if you don't want to take that time to do the hand stitching a machine is great a quick zip around the edges and you're good to go
0: <laughs> so how did you learn sewing or mending is this something you picked up by yourself or did someone teach you
1: Uh, A little bit of both. My mom was always an avid sewer as a kid, so I grew up seeing that. And actually, uh, there was a lot of making and DIY in my house. My dad's a big DIY. He built an extension on our house, and I helped him put the ceiling in. So it's where you see it happen, what's possible then. So Mm -hmm. that kind of helps, I think, encourage just the curiosity to try things. And the mending though, it's gotten, I think, a bit more public now with just a lot of the environmentalism and people awareness about fast fashion and trying to make less of an impact on the environment with their clothing choices. That sort of brought it more to my attention. And I thought, actually, I'm going to give that a go rather than just trying to stitch my own clothes. Let's see if I can keep the things I have running longer. And I think I, I have... I think the last time I bought a pair of jeans was maybe about five years ago.
0: So oh, wow. okay. I
1: only to be honest, I only own <laughs> one pair of jeans. It doesn't have a patch on it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's great. Well, you definitely are getting your full use out of the fabric that you bought. It's very interesting because uh, I've been seeing a lot of coverage recently about the skinny jean and how that it's a fad that's going away apparently now, or at least for the younger generation. But it's interesting to think about how potentially as fashion change, as you're saying, a lot of clothing gets thrown out or given away and it could be in perfectly good shape, but it's not part of the trend anymore. Really? There's probably a lot of good fabric out there that you could pull from if you needed to repair something else.
1: Oh, uh, 100% too. And I find the older I get, it's more about what I like and reflects me and maybe what fits my body type as opposed to what's in fashion. And and it can be hard if the thing that you like the most is the thing that's going out of fashion because you're gonna <laughs> not be able to get it again. Yeah, so actually that's where the thrift stores are great for that, everybody's get, <laughs> getting rid of it. But yeah, there's so much to choose from and also vintage shops too, if you're interested in things that are a bit older. And I know there are people People that actually have made businesses out of buying old bed sheets and turning them into clothes, oh, wow. and so things like kids' bed sheets with the Looney Tunes on it are then like wearable dresses. And so there's just, or yeah, so really, there's so much out there that you can do if you just open up your imagination to it.
0: That's really neat. Okay, so just real quick, what are some of the things? Okay, so what are some of the tools or Things you already mentioned a couple of things that you would probably need. You mentioned some sort of this like stick on substance, I forgot the name of it. Yeah, the bonda web, uh, sewing needles, thread. Is there anything else people need to get into mending their clothing?
1: I think, as a minimum, you can really start with that. If you just need to have the fabric that you would want to use, like you said, the bond-a-web, uh web, a needle, thread. If it's more of a sweater, maybe you'd want to have some yarn around. But really you can start with just that simple basic. There's probably lots of videos on YouTube as well of if there's particular stitches you want to use or to embellish, but it, it really doesn't take a lot of materials to, to actually start to make something a little bit different and unique.
0: That's great. So is there some place in your house is like the, your favorite position to sit and sew where you can zone out or have this mindful experience? <laughs>
1: Yeah. I tend to do it on my sofa. (laughs) Yeah. So you can get comfortable, lots of big cushions, lots of big pillows. And usually sometimes I'll do it in silence. Sometimes put a little bit of music on. Sometimes Netflix goes on, (laughs) but yeah, it it just, especially when I'm doing the stitching where I know I'm going to be there for a little bit, it just allows my mind to settle. I don't know. I don't know about you, if you've ever tried to meditate, but I find meditation really difficult. Just the idea of sitting and being still, but to try to quiet myself through something where I'm actually still doing, I find is actually a meditative experience.
0: That's fantastic. I think, especially with a lot of Different stimulations we have these days, our devices. It's great to be able to focus on something that's even if Netflix is on in the background, you're still focused on what you're doing. You've got to be watching those stitches. Otherwise, you might end up uh, pricking your fingers. (laughs) I I think it's nice to be able to have this as an option of something that you can do to just just stay focused and and disconnect from things a little bit.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you talking about this.
1: And thank you for having me. It's been lovely to chat with you about this.
0: (laughs) Interested in seeing pictures from Danielle? check us out on instagram at project do it yourself the theme song was written by arlen straussman thanks so much and i'll see you next week